Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline and join our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And we welcome back to the show the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, Colin Chalk. Colin, how you doing? I'm doing well, Bob. How about yourself? Good. Uh, talk about two entirely different games on the weekend against the same opponent. Uh, you guys were outplayed in the first period and uh, fell behind 2 nothing and lost 4 nothing on uh, Friday night. And then you outshot uh, the San Jose Barracuda 22-4 to on Saturday on route to a convincing, I think it was a 6-2 victory when it was all said and done. Just one of those things, or uh, what do you think happened there? No, I I think I think even if we back up to Wednesday, you know, beating uh, the, the top team in the Central Division, and they they probably felt pretty good and too good about themselves. And uh, looking at the standings coming in and, and seeing that you know we were starting to move up, and the truth is, uh, like just like you called it, San Jose outshot us, outworked us. They were first on every puck. Uh, they physically outmanned us, and. Uh, you know, it was a respectful challenge to our group on uh, Saturday morning, and they did they ever respond positively? So that was that was exciting to watch. All right. Well, one of the guys that we're watching and keeping an eye on is Raphael Lavoie, and um, you know he he's he's dealt with some injuries over the last couple of years. Got off to a, a slow start uh, this season. Uh, but over the course of the last 33 games, he's got 20 goals, 33 points, and he's plus 13. He's a six foot four, right shot, right wing, plays a bit on the left side as well. Second round draft choice. Uh, he has Oilers fans intrigued. So tell us about this player. What are you seeing in the maturation, progression, and growth of Raphael's game? You know, he—I I would say—you um, know, what, one of the great things uh, that he's doing really well is he's protecting the puck. He's protecting the puck. He's using his big frame and his and his big body. He's holding on to pucks. I—I I, I think uh, at times he would—they would throw things away sometimes, and and I think a lot of that has to do with confidence, uh, which he's at as at a high right now. Um, he's driving pucks in the net. Um, you know, he's not trying to go uh, through people. Uh, he's going around people. Uh, you know, he always had that shot in junior. Um, he's really worked on getting his release off a lot quicker, and he's really worked on hitting the net a lot more. So, um, you know, it. Uh, you know, he was really, really good two or three uh, last week, and um, you know, we scored a few big goals on Saturday night. All right. Uh, he tends to be a streaky scorer. Tell me this. Is this a player, would you feel uncomfortable if the Oilers had a, and Edmonton's got a limited cap space, as you know, at this time. If there were an injury on the wing, uh, would he be a guy that would merit consideration for a recall? 
I, I think there's consideration, Bob. You know, and 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 why I say that is that he his his skating and his will and his his commitment to, you know, holding on to pucks and, and playing harder, is, is there. So what, whether he can be a full time NHL player or, or or can he do can he play a game in the NHL and and be okay right now? I think is it's uh, there's consideration. Obviously, he hasn't done it yet, um, but he's definitely trending in the right direction, and and it's exciting uh, for him for uh, uh, for our coaching staff and for everybody in Bakersfield as well as Edmonton. All right. Uh, now, next fall, is there a, you know, if he continues to progress and has a good playoff run for you, is there a chance he can make the Oilers, do you think? Well, I think, you know, th- this season, I think based on um, – you know that how important the games are uh, for him to come in and, and be someone to be a recall and stay. I think would be would be a real tall 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 task. Um, but you know, uh, a good playoff run in the American Hockey League, a big summer for him, and, and come in and and have that have that confidence and have that swagger that uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna really push somebody. I'm gonna really push a veteran uh, out of a spot and, and earn a spot. I think that that's that's a fair that's a fair ask. Does he play like he's six foot four? He does. He does, and uh, and I would say in the beginning he didn't. He didn't for the, until Christmas last year. He had some glimpses, and then you know in his defense he had an injury. He had he had a lower body injury last year, and he probably uh, because he was having such a good uh, second half there, he didn't want to take himself out. Uh, and then this year he battled some injuries, had a bit of a slow start, uh, but he's been. He you know I would say last year he was streaky and he was hot for a while. He's been he's been he's been really really consistent. He's been one of our better players. Really happy for him. All right. I noticed that neither Xavier Borgo uh, nor Ty Tulio played for you on Saturday. What's going on with those two players? Just injury is a little, uh, uh, both of them, uh, Borgo upper body injury, uh, Ty lower body. Uh, Xavier cracked full practice today. Uh, believe as long as he has a, a full practice tomorrow that he should be in the lineup on, on Wednesday. But Ty is going to be out a couple of weeks, so lower body injury, unfortunately. And Carter Savoy didn't play the last couple games either. What's going on with him? Just illness, yeah. So we, uh, uh, you know, we're excited to have him back and uh, had him up to speed, uh, you know, in a few games, gave him some extra work in practice, and then just an in, in illness, uh, illness held him out, and uh, it was one of those where it was going to probably hurt more if he played. So, um, you know, it was just one of those, and we actually were short, so um, everybody went down the same night almost. Yeah, because you were down to nine forwards, I think, the other night. Now Noah Philp, and we've talked a lot about him this year, and, and part of it, you know, I'll be frank with you just I, I like bigger forwards okay and so you can't coach six foot four and you can't coach six foot three you are either six four or six three I saw Phelps scored uh, and he can shoot the puck like when he gets it away he's got a good shot uh, but you're almost is he still playing almost exclusively center for you right now yeah he's he's played center um, you know exclusively uh, he's taken some big face-offs. He, like you said, he scored a hell of a goal. He underhanded it was on his, received it on his backhand, a real tough spot. And he, uh, you know, he had Dell thinking he was going far side, and he roofed it uh, short side, and really, you know, put the game out of reach uh, for San Jose. Uh, he's been excellent. You know, he's he's been a treat to coach, and he's really, really coming. And it's exciting to see how he's gonna how he's gonna uh, pan out and how he's gonna respond to just coming down the stretch playing some meaningful, really, really hard games. Well, why don't you explain the, the playoff implications for your team right now? 
now. Where are you right now in the standings in Pacific Division? How many teams make it, uh, and how many games roughly do you guys have left? We got uh, well, the top seven make it. We're in sixth right now, and uh, you know we have a game in hand, Ontario. I believe you know you count that game in hand. I believe we're we're five back of them, points wise. And uh, but it's tight. You know, San Jose is in uh, in eighth, Tucson's in seventh. San Jose still is five back behind us. So it's it's a tight race. You know, can we finish fourth? Maybe. You know, uh, just it depends on how these meaningful games are down the stretch. We got Tucson. We got Vegas two this week. We got San Jose another two. Um, you know, there's about, about half are, are, are teams that are the top three, four in the division, and then half are, are, are teams that are below us. So, um, you know, we, we got some work to do, but I, at the same time, I think it's exciting because uh, uh, the prospects and the veteran players, everybody, um, they need to make sure that they're at their top of their game right now, and we're not cruise control. I don't want to say we have to play ourselves in. We just got to take care of business. All right, we're joined by Colin Shaw. Colin, uh, Brad Malone hasn't been available for a while. When are we looking at a potential return for your captain we're, we're hopeful that uh wednesday for him as well uh so he's uh he, he practiced full today and uh you'll see the doctor tomorrow and see if he gets clearance but it's uh i guess you know it's day-to-day right now seth griffith had an unbelievable season last year for bakersfield uh signed it to your extension uh scored a hat-trick the other night and he's had a tough season plus minus wise this year uh, now has 500 career points in American hockey. That's a lot for a guy in the AHL. Uh, you need him going, don't you? Yeah, you know, I, I, I would say, you know, Griff has had an up and down year and it's like, you know, it's it's like any player. They they don't come in and say, hey, we're going to turn that, turn the puck over and, I, and I'm not going to score this year. Uh, you know, so it's not, it's not for lack of uh, care or effort. Uh, you know, some things haven't gone his way. You know, there has been times where he's watched uh, and then there's been times he's lost his confidence and he hasn't shot the puck. So I think that, you know, the last really few weeks, the staff has really tried to help him and work with him about trying to shoot the puck and talk to them about shooting in, in these areas and you have a sneaky shot and you know give him that confidence he's also he's also worked and competed and he and he's found some success here uh, uh finishing so it's it's definitely helped our team win so you only had nine forwards did you go nine defense or do you even have nine defense right now yeah, we went uh, we went eight defense actually because uh, we we didn't have we didn't have nine healthy. So um, you know we, we we found a way. We had Dub McFalls up from uh, um, uh, Fort Wayne and uh, Darian Kelb uh, played forward, and and uh, you know our, our our three lines were going so so well that um, you know they they really just they took the time. So we spotted those two guys in a little bit. And um, we got the Bernard trade for McPhee. He, he also played as well, and you know it was his first his first game, and he played he played very well. Uh, Dove McFalls, a graduate of uh, University of New Brunswick, we're joined right now by Colin Chalk. Colin, uh, Jason Demers uh, came in on a PTO, then he signed a 25 game ATO down on the minors, and then eventually got an NHL deal. I know it'd be out of the uh, lineup with a little bit of an injury. He got back in there the other night. Uh, you do have some experience forwards, Justin Bailey, uh, Greg McKeg, those guys of uh, they're pro players. Um, how's your team different when Demers is out there in the back end? 
Well, it, it, it gives us a second right, uh, right shot D-man right after the, uh, the move. Uh, you know, with only Phil Kemp as a right shot D-man, it definitely helps our team from a offensive blue line perspective, breakout, transition, all those things. It allows our team to play faster. But then also, you know, talking about playing faster, you know, just his his savvy, his poise, his pedigree. Um, you know, he, he knows he knows what he's supposed to do. He knows what to do. Uh, you know, when to jump up, when not. It doesn't mean he doesn't make mistakes, but uh, he. He, he, he definitely brings a calming sense to our room. Uh, he breaks pucks out well. He gets pucks to the forwards. Um, you know, he understands when to take a chance, when not to take a chance. And, you know, that's what 700 games in the NHL will do for you. All right. Uh, you mentioned the trade. Kesslerin going as part of the deal where the Oilers got Nick Bukestead to the Arizona Coyotes. You got Cam Deneen back. How's he played for you? Cam has been, uh, he's been really, really poised in the power play. Uh, you know, he's definitely uh, settled things down and, and you know, he's, he's helped Seth Griffith uh, as well to be able to get him the puck at the right time. Uh, you know, when he's coming downhill and when he has a little bit, you know, his deception and uh, uh, things like that uh, allows a player like Griff to maybe have another moment or two before he makes his decision and, uh, you know, it was nice to see him assist on a few power play goals on Saturday night. All right. Uh, you get Texas again? At home here on Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, yes, sir. So back-to-back Wednesdays, you play Texas. Then who do you got on the weekend? And then we got a home-and-home with Henderson, Vegas. All right, good stuff. Say hi to Manny Viveros for us, okay? Okay, will do. Thanks, Bob. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. RNH up to a career high 80 points. It's like fine wine, he gets better. Each year. You went Doobie Brothers every uh, return. Nicely done. Again, when, when are they coming to Rogers Place again officially? We'll be on the road. October 24th. That's what's going to happen. We'll be, anytime <laughs> it's next year, I'm like, we'll be on the road. That's assuming I'm privileged enough to continue to do this. By the way, Brendan, I had to chuckle. Uh, Jake and Louis DeBrusque were kind enough to hook us up for the Celtics game. Uh, when we were in Boston, they took a picture of us, and Jack Michaels uh, tweeted the picture out. And I saw one of the comments, and one of the dudes said, Stoffer looking great as always. I laughed. That was, that was a funny little... Uh, Nugget sent my way. Nothing wrong with that. You got to be able to laugh at yourself once in a while. I get it. I'm uh, not and or ever was a particularly handsome man. Oh, well. Can't all be beautiful. Uh, you know how that works. 
Uh, what do we got? We got this day in Oilers history. It is presented by New West Travel. Travel to California in April. You'll see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com for more information. By the way, this trip's about to close shortly, so if you're going to do it, step up. And stepping up back on this date in 2001, Brew Crew, what do you got? Edmonton's Eric Brewer scoring with 343 remaining in overtime. The Oilers set a franchise record with a ninth consecutive victory in a 5-4 win over the Lightning in Tampa Bay. There you go. Uh, nine straight, uh, the Oilers would end up playing the Dallas Stars in 2001 and um, lost in six games. Mike Comrie got an overtime goal in that series, as I recall. It was a big one for Edmonton. Dallas was good. The Oilers just were playing when, you know, with half the half the salary cap at that time as the Dallas Stars. Could Edmonton end up meeting Dallas again? I guess if the Oilers were the wild card and Dallas won the Central Division, that could indeed happen. I think Edmonton's got greater desires than that. You can, as I mentioned, uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, uh, Manny also coached the kick, you know what, uh, kick butt Western League team as well. Yes, he did uh, with uh, Swift Current. They won the WHL championship the one year. That's the year they traded for Stuart Skinner in goal. Bob, I looked at that Hyman goal in the third period. Is this like, uh, what? what is this? I don't, that was news to me on that caller. That was brand new to me. And I've had about six people text the show to say, no, the puck was in. I was in the building. They don't miss calls like that. No, that would, there would have been so much more of a fuss. Th- this is way. not the 2004 for, you know, I know there's a lot of you that are ABC people, anybody but Calgary. The Flames got hosed in 04. They did in game six in Calgary. Should have counted. Didn't. And so as a result, we can continue to do the oldest joke alive about Calgary. How do you spell dynasty in Calgary? O-N-E. Anyhow, uh, tomorrow, Frank Cervalli for the horses in Horse Racing Alberta. Find event schedules at thehorses.com. We'll see you at the races. Uh, We will also have A.J. Jakobic out of uh, TSN 1200 joining us for a look at the Ottawa Senators. So we look forward to that. It's the GM's meetings going on, so we didn't get Pierre on this year. Reed Wilkins has inside sports. I hope uh, did Dave Campbell send you something for what they got <laughs> show or what do they got? Shoot? No, 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 no. You're uh, you're gonna hear more comments from the Oilers locker room, and then you'll hear from uh, Oilers goaltending prospect Ryan Fanty. Did you know he was in a tussle over oh, the yeah. weekend? He's a goalie fight. He's gonna tell you all about it. Well, he knows how to fight because he started with the left jab and then concluded with a, a series of right flurries. Jack Michaels would have gone nuts. We will have a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then Chelsea on Chad with Chelsea Bird, 3 to 6. Read from 6 to 8. I'll be back at you at noon from Rogers Place tomorrow. So long, everybody.